Namaskar. Hello and welcome to P Guru's channel. I'm your host Sri Ayer. Joining me today is Dr. Ankit Shah, author of a new book. He's also got a new PhD. Uh, perhaps I shouldn't say new PhD. He's got a PhD. And we're going to talk about global economic model and all the different things at play. Suddenly, geopolitics is the most interesting field these days. And uh, Namaskar, Ankit, how are you? All good. Thanks for hosting me. No, no, no. It's our pleasure, Ankit. And uh, today we are going to talk a little bit about what are the different geopolitics events that are now happening, why some of these things are happening. For example, in the South Asian region, you have Victoria Nuland, who's always looked at with a lot of suspicion. She has been touring like crazy. I mean, she's been in Sri Lanka. She was in Nepal. She was in Bangladesh. She has been, you know, and every place she goes, they say that, oh, she's trying to effect a regime change. I, I don't buy all that stuff. But anyway, that's just, you know, conspiracy theory, whatever. It, 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 that's not the point here. The point here is Western economic model. It is now under threat like never before. That is definitely a given. In fact, I would go so far to say that the recent illegal immigration that is being done by U.S., they know this is wrong and they're still doing it. And I think they are just trying to do this thing because they want to try and keep the labor prices low. This is Democrats who are doing it, which is very contrary, right? So anyway, so I just I'm trying to give one idea, one example here to tell what is really happening in the United States. Capitalism gone amok, and uh, I think this field is yours. I'm going to yield the floor to you, and I'm not going to say anything more. Please take it away. Thank you once again. Yeah. So uh, you know, to begin with. Uh, uh, the format of how the Western economic model came into being, especially after the Bretton Woods. So all the international bodies that came up with the Second World War was in support of building a model for the unipolar world led by a dollar international trade. And based on that, uh, the economics within the Western countries was also tamed to fit in the, that particular role which is why you are seeing that this transition period that we'll see through this entire decade is going to be very, very painful for the Western citizens. Now, uh, the fundamental basis of the thought process of the dollarization and especially the birth of fiat dollar from 1971, uh, the entire economics, I mean, if you, if you jot down the charts of per capita GDP, uh, and also the immigrant brains which arrived in the West, you will you will find that a significant jump from 1971 onwards, which is particularly because of the fiat dollar that got birth in that particular year. So because of that fiat dollar salary levels, the per capita and the GDP which got printed in the last 50 years, lured with that high salary levels this entire immigrant brain that you saw uh, attracted towards the west and the birth of the tech sector and also the heavy defense which happened along with it so uh, this entire model where the west took the role of financialization of the world and consumption and other nations were supposed to do the manufacturing and production and pollute their own countries and do exports to the West. This was the model which worked for the last 40-50 years. Now, since the de-dollarization process has started, 
what has happened is uh, suddenly there is a realization in the Middle East and the Asian countries that we are the ones who are doing the real production and we are getting a currency in exchange which is backed by absolutely no real asset and it continuously depreciates in terms of purchasing power. So it made no sense to trade real commodities and real products uh, for a currency which is not going to have even maintain the value which it has in the future. So with that de-dollarization process, uh, what we are seeing with BRICS Plus happening now is that all the countries with real commodities and production, uh, they are trying a new format of a pegged currency world. And this August, yes. So what you're trying to say, or if I understand you correctly, what you're trying to say is that the countries who are actually producing real products are now figuring out if they can build an ecosystem on their own without dependence on the West. Okay, that in concept, it sounds great, but 70% of the world assets are in two countries, US and United Kingdom. So by doing this, what happens is these assets are owned in large parts by the same countries, whether it is uh, Saudi Arabia or UAE or Qatar, and they all have mansions in uh, London, they have mansions in New York. Would they not be spiting their own nose by doing this? Well, uh, you know, as far as Middle East is concerned, the movement started uh, around 2015-16. And after, since you had the new crown prince uh, taking over in Saudi Arabia, uh, he already started giving hints to the royal family members and others to withdraw all those investments that, that are there in the West. So he already started uh, the movement over there. Now, as long as those Western assets... Uh, which uh, are of these countries parked in the West are concerned. Uh, I don't think they are a big issue going forward because the United States is not going outside of this world, right? It has 8,000 tons of gold officially, which is mentioned in the reserves, which means it can comfortably peg the dollar uh, if, if it comes to moving to the pegged currency world. So I don't think that section of uh, moving towards a pegged currency world is a problem. The other two sections is a problem, which is uh, the demand of the Western currencies by the rest of the world. And the third section, which is about uh, the production and what the West will be able to offer in terms of real production on daily basis on a cost uh, effective uh, price point to the rest of the world in order to have a fair barter uh, with the BRICS plus nations. Those two sections no, I, are missing. Pegging is it, not missing. I, I'm sorry. I thought you were finished with your talk. I was just get it, yeah. getting ready to ask a question, but please feel free to finish your thought and then I'll ask the question. Yes, please. Okay. So what you're trying to say, if I understand you correctly, is that the dollar is going to write value itself, meaning from the lofty purchase. But then this is a supply and demand issue, Ankit. Today, the dollar is even more powerful. Like, for example, today, I think Indian rupees are touching towards 82.83 or something, close to 83 rupees to a dollar. And then the reason being given is that the dollar has grown stronger because that is found as a safe haven. I mean, I see these two competing forces. What will prompt the United States to uh, right value itself, the dollar? 
so uh, what is happening right now in terms of first thing that you need to understand is the dollar is not going the fiat dollar is not going to die low it is going to die high which means that the dollar right now is sucking back the reserve currency bubble it had sponsored in the us stocks bonds and derivatives so dollar is going to go up not down before uh, the trimming starts happening right so uh, I, I would not be surprised i've already predicted 87 to 90 inr could be a possibility when dollar will peak that is the dxy and then uh, you will see that uh, then the repegging negotiations and the trimming will begin so it is only going to go up at this point in time not come down so it is not about the strength of the us economy it is about sucking back the accumulated reserve currency bubble from all the western assets which the dollar itself had sponsored so this is not the strengthening of dollar which is happening it is the sucking back of the reserve currency bubble which is happening right and it is only going to accelerate so you know, you will go you are going to see this year dollar will go up in terms of INR, it can go up to 90. Um, so this Western economic model that we are discussing today, this is significantly different from the Austrian economic model that used to be in place probably in the late 19th century, early 20th century, and to which many countries would like to adhere to. I mean, that, that they are not doing it is a different matter. When did the switch away from the Austrian economic model where there was a lot of responsibility that uh, the countries should not, you know, go into like what we are talking about debt ceiling now, where this is essentially just printing notes, isn't it? So the US is not bothering about whether they are making up enough money to cover their spending. That is why the debt happened. And then this is an illusory number, but all the time, every year, the uh, Democrats and Republicans and bash their heads and try to extract some concessions from each other. So when did this shift happen? Uh, well, uh, the shift started with uh, overcapitalization of all the economies. And this overcapitalization was justified with Adam Smith principles of the benefits of division of labor. So uh, when you when you uh, reform the society to a format where you say that debt is the only method you can achieve growth, that is the format with which it began, uh, that you are going to take as many loans as you want because that is the only method of capital infusion. Now, in the West, when this transition happened, you also notice the transition in terms of breaking up of the family structure because traditionally in the Austrian economics method or the traditional methods of economics, it was always the savings which sponsored the capital investments. And that savings was possible only when you have the family unit intact. Now, if you are looking at debt, you are essentially replacing uh, the savings capacity of your family members uh, and outsourcing that uh, to a financer, right? Basically, it's out capitalism, extreme capitalism and extreme communism. Both of these are outsourcing of family responsibilities and sacrifices to the outside world. Uh, so it's not a surprise that when this jump happened, the family also started breaking up. 
because uh, uh, all of a sudden there's someone outside of the family uh, who's giving me a loan i don't need to uh, you know get tied to my family members and the obligations and the duties at home i'll break up with my family and take a loan so this is where this jump happened which is why you are seeing as soon as the crisis starts anywhere in the world uh, you find children coming back to the parents home because they are unable to pay the rent and the emis right so uh, you can clearly uh, you know witness this stuff now as far as the debt ceiling stuff is concerned uh, the prediction that i have given is by 2025 you'll have 25% cut in the defense budget 35% cut in the social benefits and if uh, if us is uh, supposed to uh, jump into the peg currency world uh, to make a made in usa product uh, affordable for americans for daily usage you will have to have a 60% cut to the salary levels by 20 Did I hear you 50 or 60 60 wow so because you have to cut down the reserve currency fiat dollar levels of the economy that's the huge trimming that you will have to have so let no, them do the drama let the parties okay, uh, do the drama of not cutting the spending uh, how long can it go let's see Dr. Ankit Shah, I I have a small problem with this. Listen, yeah. the whole world is drunk on you know always things going up, and the reason they'll say that is because of inflation. And if you look at any financial model, right? If you give them a zero percent inflation, the model will break. They don't know how to model it, and and everything assumes a certain amount of inflation. Even today, the United States Fed policy is to make sure that the inflation is. below or equal to 2% that is the stated goal and i think yesterday they again raised it by 0.25% the interest rate so um, when when you say that the salaries are going to have to be cut people will be up in arms uh, dr ankit i mean not only that if you're saying social security is going to be cut by 35% it's already barely covering the cost of inflation social security payback payments are not indexed to inflation they are just basically giving back what you put in the kitty in the first place so you put some money the the employer puts in the same matching money and and then that money is in your treasury uh, tre- uh, you know in, in your uh, nest and then you start drawing it down once you attain a certain age so these two i find it incredibly impossible i don't know i mean i'm just telling you this because rather than that i think the us might start easing up on the value of the dollar to lower it than lower the actual numbers i see that as a bit of a problem how do you think the us government is going to handle that so so coming to your first point that it is it is the americans contribution from the salary that the social benefits are coming but those salaries are inflated with the fiat dollar right <laughs> that is how we are getting those high salary levels compared to the rest of the world and then you are contributing that social benefit from there so uh, basically you have to understand that the western assets are inflated because of the de- uh, artificial demand created for the us dollar with the reserve currency status so imagine 180 plus nations have killed the demand of their own currencies to push up the demand artificially for the us dollar now what happens when when the rest of the world moves to a different financial system 
and start trading in a different currency. That entire artificial demand is going to go down. So that is the first trim that the US dollar is going to get. Second trim is going to be the pegged currency format, whatever the formula gets negotiated. And the third trim is going to be when, uh, when Americans will demand made in USA products because they want to be able to buy with that reduced dollar outside country products. So when Americans want made in USA products to make them affordable to a price point, you will have to cut down the salary levels. So you can't have fiat dollar world salary levels in the peg currency world. It's just not possible. I just have a small problem with the practicality of it. I see the theoretical part of it. I understand that part. The practicality of it is today, anybody who is a salaried holder in United States, 80, US has a very large middle class, 80%, 70%, something like that. And, and everyone, their paycheck is already spoken for. So much for car loan, so much for home loan, so much for you know college uh, tuition interest, you know, things like that. When your salary shrinks, do you say that, are you saying then that all these payments will also shrink? Those cannot shrink because these have already been predetermined over a long period of time. So one portion will be a capital trimming and second portion is going to be the purchasing power trimming. You're going to have trims at the at both the ends of the stick. It's not going to be one side. So uh, you have to be preparing for uh, manufacturing home and at a price point where uh, the Americans will be able to afford it. And it's going to be painful and it's going to take time. But that's the only way out. Because in the peg currency world, you have to understand where, why, why you are having so much, so many applications for the uh, BRICS Plus to join. You have to understand that the, the over financialization which the West has done, there is one unit of a physical real asset which is now represented by 1000 units floating in the market representing that one physical unit. So instead of the underlying asset determining the value of the derivatives, the derivatives are determining the value of the underlying asset after which the Asia and Gulf countries are saying that this one underlying asset is also ours. That is also not yours. So start producing those real assets and production, right? So this is what the change has happened. So the entire thousand times financialization which has happened has to be trimmed back. There is no other option. I mean, a debt ceiling, as long as you talk about the debt ceiling, if this debt ceiling is raised, let me warn you, it's going to be a face ripping inflation all over the U.S., which will make a case for even higher interest rates. And if higher interest rates come, several banks are going to collapse one by one. So this debt ceiling increase is not uh, is not something which is an easy task. It's, it's going to spread inflation like fire all across the West. So I don't know how they are going to do that. My, I mean, the, the right way to do about it is to cut the spending. Uh, that is that's that's a wiser move rather and, than uh, let me throw you a curveball here um the the amount of immigrants that are coming into the united states is so high that there are no camps left to house them so what they have been doing is now they have been housing them in big hotels five star hotels 
four star hotels most of which is owned by you got it right middle east people okay this is new york this is manhattan i'm telling you so after 3 months 6 months they wanted to evict them nobody wants to leave you can you can, you can leave you can evict one family maybe but if the whole hotel is full of them they don't want to leave and it is 400 dollars a day and this is the kind of expense that the us government is putting today for what who did who did they you know this this was a you know this is the abel laat mar mujhe you know that kind of a moment here this was completely done to satisfy one individual who wants open borders and that individual is sitting somewhere watching the fun now as even more immigrants most of them are illegal and again there's another problem here the illegals are still coming in and nobody knows where they are going to be housed so so ankit tell me looking from india what the heck is happening i mean i've gotten tired because for two years now i've been pointing this out that it is not fair the way things are the legal immigrants have to wait 15 years plus for just getting a green card and these people get it within a few days so uh, this is this is very obvious when you have capitalists who are looking for a consistent low low priced labor supply so uh, as i've been explaining uh, capitalism always is born with traditional family values uh, once it is established they start looking for short term benefit of uh, you know low low priced labor which is why they sponsor uh, lgbtq individualism feminism wokeism and illegal labor from across the borders because they think these are the only methods they are going to get consistent uh, cheap labor supply once all these waves are done uh, these these guys make the state bankrupt then the capitalists have to move to the next state next state where they again start with the traditional values and then again start uh, you know doing the same waves uh, which is why i say that new york uh, your san francisco and this guy there's another one all three are going to become the next detroits seattle 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 yeah somebody actually wrote an article about san francisco before that just one second viewers please like this video we are covering the whole world here even though you know i'm today i'm actually interrupting dr ankit a lot because i feel like he is putting up so many interesting points that have bearing in the real life occurrences inside the united states today and that's why i'm doing it not on purpose but more importantly like this video this is very very important we all need to know 5 years down the road life may not be as rosy as it was today in the west it's just it's only going to get worse you might be better off trying to fix what you have where you are how you can make it better there uh, yourself now uh, ankit the uh, interesting observation do you want to know how many billion dollars of valuation target has lost in the last one week what it is 8 billion dollars you know what the event was they added lgbtq clothing acha <laughs> you tell me sir i mean it, it target looks like it's look like it looks like a scripted regulated collapse of the society which is planned 
uh, which is why I think uh, yesterday or uh, some some speech was going on of Vladimir Putin, and he was telling that this is not something new which is happening in the West. Russia has seen all of these with the Bolsheviks talking about transforming the society by changing the meanings and the normal, uh, you know, gender definitions and stuff like that. So uh, he, he was telling, informing the people that how this has already happened in Russia uh, in, in the last century. So uh, I think this, this is like a regulated collapse which is happening. Uh, and all the theft that you are seeing in the retail stores, uh, I'm more than confident that this is all uh, politically scripted and state-led uh, things which are happening. Uh, and overall, in the long term, with the illegal supplies uh, that are entering, uh, I think uh, they are looking at shifting to the manufacturing, which is ma shifting to manufacturing is a correct thing to do. But with the help of an illegal supply is what they are looking at. So uh, that is what is happening. But now, as far as that intellectual immigrant uh, that we need to discuss about, uh, since 1971, as I said, that the fiat dollar salary levels attracted the immigrant brains from Asia and particularly India as well uh, to the West. Uh, that is now no more, you know, uh, going to be there in the West. Because with a cut in the salary levels and the capital trimming of the exchange rates and the Western assets, I don't think any more immigrant brains would be attracted to the West. Second thing, second benefit which the fiat dollar gave was a very low interest rate loans for innovation to happen. In the peg currency world, the, the low rate of interest rate won't be possible in the West because that endless printing machine of the Federal Reserve is going to stop. So once you have a high interest rate regime <coughs> after pegging, it's going to be very difficult for the businesses who were getting those low, low rate funds uh, and they were driving their businesses, projects and innovations, which is why I say that uh, slowly and gradually, a lot many of companies are going to shift their operations to Asia because in the peg currency world, Asia is going to have a very low rate of interest for doing business. Um, you said something about a scripted collapse. Um, let's apply to this thing that I talked to you about target valuation, right? I mean, it's not just target. Walmart has closed its stores in main uh, city of San Francisco, Walgreens, um, Macy's. Uh, these are just the names that are um, just coming out of the top of my head. Many Starbucks have closed. I mean, these are all money-making entities, especially, you know, a city like San Francisco, where people don't use cars. There's too, not enough space to use cars. Everybody walks about from work to home and whatever. So there is a lot of foot traffic. Foot traffic means more business. More business means like people stop. They have become a habit. You know, 7.15, I go to Starbucks, get my shot of coffee, walk down to, you know, Bagel House, get something at the Bagel, go to work. You see things like that. All these things are now getting, you know, thrown upside down, literally. And, and uh, this is just the beginning, you say. Why would a public company like Target allow a scripted collapse? I mean, all its shareholders are going to lose money. And once the fear sets in, it's going to spiral much faster. So why would they script it? Well, uh, you know, when, when the pattern of leadership goes from one geography to another geography, 
this is what happens to the erstwhile or the former superpower right so this company is going to shift their operations that is what is going to happen and that is exactly what is happening so you will find a lot many of these companies are going to relocate uh, their operations uh, especially india and asia uh, and uh, this is going to be the transition which is now as we see happening very very fast on the back of it there is a calculation and that calculation is uh, that the us dollar and the us treasury are the two import important components which the reserve currency format used to externally handle in a way to do quantitative easing and quantitative tightening within the us the first piece of that element us treasury not a single united states ally has parked their savings in us treasury since january 2022 the second element of that model which is the us dollar is slowly being de-dollarized which means that in, in, in as per data just last one year 8% of the reserve currency status is lost with the bilateral transactions that has already happened right with this two elements getting a hit from both the sides the quantitative easing and the quantitative tightening has uh, become confused within the united states because these cycles are interlinked which is why you are seeing the flip flop from the federal reserve uh, as well as uh, the global bodies now when this kind of things happen uh, it is very obvious that a reset is taking place so this entire through this entire decade we are going to see the currency reset uh, the banking and the financial terms of reset uh, and this is why the businesses are going to be affected in the west because now a lot many of these jobs and businesses uh, as i said were funded by low interest rate loans because of this endless printing capacity of the federal reserve now when this business are seeing that the printing machine is going to stop very soon uh, they are making calculations about their costs which is why you are seeing layoff world, uh, i mean all across the western nations uh, not just layoff they are vacating the premises as well because all understand shri all these are fixed costs so uh, you have to understand when a business arrives in a geography it needs several securities first for the economic engine to arrive it needs secure water supply it needs secured fund supply it needs secure human resource supply then and then only they are going to jump into those fixed costs now when they see that the financial security is at danger they are going to first wrap up the fixed costs right which is why you are seeing that uh, cities like san francisco moving towards becoming detroit uh, new york as well so this is what is exactly happening um speaking of all these phenomena um your new book covers all this stuff right why don't you talk to us a little bit about your new book how it is doing and where they can get it yeah so uh, this is a book geopolitics decoding intense narratives lies and future and it is available on amazon uh, as well as flipkart and there is also a kindle version for you know foreign nations uh, readers who would like to buy we launched this book on 16th may because we are celebrating the first bharatiya government coming on 16th may 
So uh, we have covered uh, 100, 150 years of geopolitics that has happened in the world, the colonization of mines, how the soft power colonization happened with the West, uh, how the dollarization happened, how the de-dollarization happened, a lot of many secrets in the book, uh, the future of Europe uh, and how climate change is being used as weapons, how the space wars are going to begin uh, and how Bharat is going to re-emerge, uh, giving the guidance to the world on a Sanatan economics model in the world, uh, away from the gaps of what Adam Smith capitalism and Karl Marx communism does to the world. So a lot of many things are covered in these books uh, and the viewers can uh, certainly buy and read the book. It's, it's working great. Yeah. Thank you and all the best, uh, Dr. Shah. And let's now take a few questions. Uh, I You have to give me some time here because I need to scroll through and look up the questions that are there. Just give me one second. Here's the first one. Rahul Rathod wants to know, what are your views on Indian economy, which is majority based on services and service exports? What should the government do to minimize the impact of any economic turmoil and its impact on India? So, so Rahul ji, uh, the, the, the fiat dollar format since 1971 artificially suppressed the valuations of manufacturing sector, the farming sector, food processing sector, logistics and the precious metals. So uh, uh, in terms of what will happen with the de-dollarization process, the services sector is going to take a huge beating, starting with the IT sector and the banking sector, and then the financial services sector worldwide. So as long as the exports are concerned, all those businesses uh, in Asia, which are relying on Western clients' revenues, those business verticals are going to take a hit because uh, as the crisis is going to increase in the West, in the Western economies, they will not be able to afford uh, to, to buy uh, the export services or goods from Asia. So all those business verticals are going to be temporarily hit. As long as medium and long term is concerned, uh, these businesses will have to eventually uh, diversify their clientele to Asia and Gulf. Russia, Asia, Gulf. These are the new geographies to target for customers. Next question from NP. What is the advantage of CBDC for the United States? Is it to pull back dollars circulated to cut inflation? Why can't crypto be a global currency? One so, at a time. Too many questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is the advantage of CBDC for the US? Well, uh, it's, it's a communist currency kind of a format where you can track all the transactions. All those negative usage is possible. The positive usage being speed of transaction and lower transaction cost. These are the positives of the CBDC. Uh, they can manipulate a lot with the CBDC because these are electronic entries, which means the valuations can fluctuate as the, uh, the state would want it to be. They can also do capital trimming because uh, by applying the negative interest rate, say, suppose you have $20,000 in the account, they make it 18,000 with the capital trimming. So that is also possible with the electronic entries. So it has positive as well as negative usage. Is it to pull back dollars circulated to cut inflation? This is one of the usage they can do to deploy the currency reset, very much possible. Why can't crypto be a global currency? Because the central banks will not allow 
uh, dilution of their regulatory powers on the currency. And even morally speaking, the state borders stand on the currency regulation. So no polity will allow a private crypto to become a global currency. Now, as long as why can't it become otherwise, it cannot be a good store of value because if words of mouth are going to change its valuation, something written on social media, that cannot be a store of value for a legal tender of money. And second thing is that uh, nobody has uh, the jurisdiction. I mean, tomorrow, if my screen shows 50% lesser value for my crypto e-wallet, uh, I, I don't know which jurisdiction to complain for uh, complain at. So that way also it's not possible. Next question, Raghunandan wants to know, of all the mil military technology was stolen and built by Nazis, even NASA was a Nazi who made it successfully. Your view on it? Uh, well, Raghunandan ji, a lot, a lot many, uh, since the baton of leadership passes on to the new geography, this is something which is natural to happen. So we all know UK and its allies uh, and a lot too many people who uh, rescued themselves from Germany, etc., the erstwhile powers, they went to the United States and that is how uh, they helped building a lot of innovation over there. So it is true, some part of it is true that uh, th those immigrant brains were used. Raghunandan, uh, during the late 40s and early 50s, as the nuclear technology was developing, you, you, you don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but it was the Russians stole the uh, atomic bomb technology from America after they successfully used it in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And then after that, they'll be trading blows in all these conferences, right? So there, the fight would be that our Germans are better than your Germans. <laughs> that used to be the fight. <laughs> Keshav Lakshman wants to know, do you see layoffs continuing for the next few years or are we at the end of it as far as tech companies are concerned? Uh, Keshav ji, the layoffs will not just continue, it will increase day by day. Uh, the tech sector was born with the fiat dollar and it has to take a huge beating along with the end of the fiat dollar world. Rahul Sharma wants to know, Ankit, what is the future of US and will it default? Rahul ji, uh, in terms of defaulting, I mean, what I see if if the debt ceiling is increased, which, it, which, which has always happened till now, uh, if that happens, it will increase the inflation, which will make a case for higher interest rates, which will collapse the banking system. I mean, a lot many of small and regional banks. So if the script of this regulated collapse involves accumulating all the debts and deposits to the top five, six banks in the US, then certainly the debt ceiling will be increased. Next question to Dr. Ankit Shah. USA have control on gold mines in Sudan and it's said to be that they had extracted a lot. Now Russia has a defense agreement with Sudan and hence the turmoil is Sudan has started. Is it true? Uh, Sanatji, uh, I predicted, I mean, few talks back, several months, that Africa is going to be the new, uh, new war zone for all the world powers. And this time it's not going to be one. There are going to be many this time. Uh, particularly because the pegged currency world needs those mines to peg their currency with. 
So it's not just U.S. having control on some mines in Sudan. Even the French have a lot many control in African countries for those mines, right? So uh, and they are certainly trafficking a lot of precious metals uh, to the European countries. So uh, the African continent is the next war zone for all the global powers. That is true. Next question from Anand Shivakumar. Are we moving to peg currency model? Can India continue to be socialist? Freebies or schemes like Manrega? How can the BJP prepare for this change? So Anand Ji, in the peg currency world, uh, you cannot afford to be haphazardly socialist, which means the freebies cannot be declared right and left like our politicians do. So uh, the, the financial governance is going to have a new kind of regulations and a revamp declaration once we jump to the peg currency world. Not just that, the mining sector will face some regulations and there will also be regulations on the supply of gold and stuff like that coming in worldwide. Anand, uh, I and all our viewers, please join us at 8 p.m. tonight, IST, to listen to Sriram Seshadri and I, he will be discussing the big Maya Jal that Congress spun around the people of Karnataka. I'll give you some simple example. Many villages, they were given a card that looked like an ATM card. They said that it is already preloaded with 5,000 rupees. You can go to any shopping mall and you can monetize it. I mean, you can pay for it using this mall, this card. Now they are finding out all these cards are zero, zero rupees loaded on them, zero. And I'll share all the details at 8 p.m. Do watch it because this is just one of many ways in which Congress really, really screwed with the population of Karnataka, especially the Hindus in Karnataka, because the Muslims know <laughs> what they want to do. They are getting their fake currency. India has its own way of printing fake currency. Not that India wants to do it, but Pakistan did it, but India couldn't stop it. That's why my book, Who Painted My Money White? I mean, what I'm trying to say is big, big, big Maya Jal. And the whole thing is going to come collapsing very soon. Just watch tonight and you'll see why these are not going to be easy for, things are not going to be easy for Karnataka. Sabdisachi Sen wants to know, this is the last question, uh, uh, Ankit. Sorry, guys, uh, this today I forgot to tell you to put the hashtag Ask Ankit. So there, I don't have ha help today. So I, I couldn't really re regulate all the questions, but uh, we need to stop at this, at some point. So I'm going to stop with this question. Sabdisachi wants to know, there is an argument that D-dollar is unlikely since it requires a vast network of exporters, importers, currency traders, debt issuers to independently decide to use other currency. Your thoughts? So, uh, Sabde Sachi ji, uh, this happens whenever the reserve currency changes. So, these are the primary steps to develop the new financial system, which uh, which the BRICS countries are already uh, have started begin the task on. Uh, uh, so these are the starting hiccups which which the new currency will face and eventually it is going to happen as far as de-dollarization is concerned it is confirmed because even if the BRICS currency fails the countries will shift to the top five trading partners currencies and gold for gap adjustment so de-dollarization does not require a, a new currency certainly to come in you can do it with the national currencies and the top five trading partners currencies. As far as the immigrant brains are concerned, uh, I, I have uh, serious reservations regarding 
uh, what the NRIs are going to face going forward, particularly because they are the odd one out lot in the West, because they do not, uh, you know, ally with the socialist freebies mindset, which the rest of the population has. They do not align with the, uh, the uh, you know, because they have the intact family structure with them, which is, again, a problem in terms of alliance with the rest of the population. They have a good career and good financial health and good education, which is, again, in non-alignment with the rest of the population. And then, of course, they have the highest uh, income, average income in the West. So in every way, uh, they are going to be in trouble in future uh, because once the fiat dollar world ends and we jump into the peg currency world, there are there are going to be problems on street for the NRIs. Uh, we've already seen news of uh, two students who are being killed in Canada, Gujarati students. Uh, and going forward, I see it's going to be a major threat for the uh, NRI diaspora in the West because the media, the mainstream media is going to blame Asia and Gulf for the coming changes, which is actually not true. But that is exactly what will happen. Uh, and then there is going to be uh, a sentiment across the West that we, we were so hospitable to the Asians. We allowed them in. We give them jobs. Uh, we gave them good life. And this is what the Asian and the Gulf countries has done to us. So that sentiment is going to be there. So I'm just trying to alert uh, the, uh, uh, the the Asians who are living in the West uh, to be prepared and alert for what is coming, the changes that are coming, and especially those students who are investing in huge courses and taking admissions in the West. Uh, be sure that you are not going to get those fiat dollar level payments after you finish your stuff this is what i meant. a lot discussed i hope you found it useful viewers and please like share and subscribe to our channel don't forget to click on the bell button for notifications dr ankitsha a pleasure having you on our platform hope to have you soon again on a similar topic namaskar namaskar